the OWA Talks podcast. I am your co-host, Stephanie, here with my co-host, Sandra. And this month, our guest is actually our first repeat guest, and it's Ashley Mills, CEO of the Vision Council. Welcome back, Ashley. Thank you, ladies. It's good to be here. So let's start off. The Vision Council has been really busy recently. Can you give us a high-level snapshot of what the organization has been up to over the past few months? Yeah, absolutely. It's been really gratifying, actually, because we've been up to this for the last several years as part of our strategic plan that we crafted in 2019 with our board of directors. Um, But because we were dealing with COVID just like everyone else, it maybe wasn't so visible, but a lot of work was going on behind the scenes to make sure we were still moving towards our goals. So we've been doing a lot of high visibility outreach and showing our members what we've done. And I'll, I'll talk about that as much as you'll let me tonight. But one thing that we just recently did was really double down on getting people back together, right? So finally, And it was very evident when we were in New York City at Vision Expo East in March that people were so happy to be back together. And I think that's equal parts how strong and close the industry is as colleagues and peers and friends. And the other half is just, we were ready, right, to be back together. So our theme for the whole entire year at the Vision Council is it's all connected. And that goes to us being connected personally, us connecting with our members, our industry being connected, and the work that the Vision Council does connecting back to help grow the industry, which is our mission. So in April, we were together in New York. And then um, in June, we were able to hold our regional connection series with about 70 of our members in attendance. And we ran a really fun event, um, Wrigley Rooftops. We took everyone to the ball game in Chicago to see the Cubs. It was very hot. And then we did a day of programming um, that really focused on all of our strategic initiatives, including our advocacy, our research, our DE&I program. And then we've also brought in some key speakers to talk about consumer behavior and attitudes. So what we ended up doing was like a jam packed day of programming and the best, there were a lot of highlights for sure, but the thing that was so obvious, and I'm sure you're all noticing this too, was the level of engagement was just like through the roof. So after, you know, almost two years of only being able to do things digitally and virtually, people finally got to sit at tables and listen and learn and take notes and they didn't leave and they didn't get up and they talked to each other afterwards and they asked questions. And I think that really speaks to the importance of connection and community because I saw it firsthand and um, it, it was just exponentially different than even my best virtual meeting (laughs) and we, and we really tried and we pulled off some good ones, but it was, it was a fantastic meeting full of, full of good engagement. Ashley, we're so excited to have you you back again, sharing with us. And the theme for the podcast today is really the importance of connection and community in our new normal. And you've started sharing some of the exciting things that that you've been doing as, as the vision council. And I have to agree with you actually being back with people again is, is huge. Some of the things you can't get over a zoom meeting or 
just having a phone conversation are just so different when you're in person. Um, other than those in-person events, have you been doing other things to keep your members connected? Absolutely. So I mentioned our strategic plan um, crafted in 2019, a five-year plan where the board um, really had us focus on how we can deliver the most value for our members. And those two areas that they identified were through our, um, our data analytics and research and through our government relations and advocacy programs. And so while, while quiet um, and maybe not visible over the last two years, we've been investing heavily in building out our, our research capability. And we've also been building out our advocacy capability and um, have made some spectacular new hires. Um, we have a new GR manager. We just hired a new director of trade shows to work on Vision Expo. We've been working really hard on our um, diversity, equity, and inclusion programming, and we've expanded our Opening Your Eyes scholarship to additional schools with a goal of getting as many students as possible into opticianry programs as soon as possible so that we can graduate them and get them well on their way to an awesome career in the vision industry. Um, we've also expanded our partnership with Cornell University, and this gives all of our members access to Cornell's full suite of executive education programming. Um, this year, we started with our DE&I certification program through Cornell, the first cohort just completed their work. So um, we've, been, we've been quite busy. Um, and as I've mentioned, our, our data analytics program, we've relaunched it as insights research all new methodology, brand new cutting edge technology and new reports that um, really what the industry has asked us for now we're delivering. And I'm pleased to report we're going a lot faster than I thought we would. So um, things it's, it's really been an exciting first half of the year because it's like finally going out to the garden and seeing that everything is like in full bloom after, after planting and watering and waiting. Um, it's really all coming. It's really all coming together and it's exciting to share with the industry. Well, it's been the world's longest winter, I think. <laughs> so it's about so time. Right. <laughs> yes. um, can you tell us a little bit more about the Insights Research Program? Yes. So our mission is to advocate for and position the industry for growth and member success. And we feel like our data insights um, program does that. It's a complete overhaul of our previous technology. The analysis is a quicker turn time. The reporting is more efficient and it's been advised and guided really by our heaviest um, research users um, within our membership. And so we're just in incredibly grateful to all of the people who raise their hand and volunteer and help us understand what our members want and need. And so they wanted flexibility. They wanted quicker turn time. They wanted different kinds of reports. We can tailor make these, pro these reports and these programs now for the members at their request. And then also um, we can anticipate what the industry at large wants. Um, and so we have, uh, we've been presenting quite a bit on, on our, our insights program recently, but it's really the highest level and the most accurate in terms of 
providing comprehensive perspective on the state of vision care and our industry. And um, there will be many reports released this year on all different new topics. Um, and then we're also doing forecasting now. And so we'll start doing that this year. So we've really, like I said, like with the board's support and guidance, we've been able to really invest in growing this capability. I'm really proud of, of, of what's happening and how it's, how it's turning out so far. We have a tremendous team. That sounds really exciting and sort of blending the research you're doing and getting back to in-person events. Switching gears just a bit, Vision Expo West is coming up in just a few weeks. Can you give us a little insight on what to expect and, and pre-planning? We're still riding so high from um, Vision Expo East in New York that I, I just, I expect that that same enthusiasm will be there in September, um, maybe even a little bit different um, because last year we were in, we were in Las Vegas and it, it was great, but it was very guarded. Um, and, and I think we were still, I know we were all masked. It was very sanitary and guarded, but it was still a great event. I think this year um, there's a comfort level with getting together uh, again. And I think people are really looking forward to it. If there's anything we heard in New York over and over again from every single person, it was the value of everyone being there and being visible and showing up and going to the events and being on the show floor. And that was the value. The value was the entire industry being together. Um, and so we'll do that um, Las Vegas style. Um, so we have some new things that we're launching. We have our neighborhoods that we've um, been rolling out. We've added a neighborhood called the Panorama. And that's really for innovation and the new frontier of vision technology. The Atelier, which launched in New York, will be back in Las Vegas with the high-end um, designers that we all know and love, the artisans. And we'll have our other neighborhoods that have been really popular, the Focus, the Park, and the Union. And we will also have our Suites program, um, which is our luxury fashion brands and appointment setting um, kind of concierge service up in the Palazzo Tower. We also, as you know, um, we're not just a show, we're also the, the leader in education for eye care professionals. And so our very, um, our very rigorous program will be back with over 300 hours of education. So really, um, we've reinvented the whole program, quite frankly, and we're bringing it back full force with business strategies, patient care, innovations, and then also welcoming back our very valued partners at Opticon for the Optician Re-Education Program. Um, and that's opticians, office managers, frame buyers, and lab technicians. There will be students, there's a career zone, and there will be plenty of events and networking opportunities as well. So it's, um, I, I think it'll be, I, you know, I think just based on how people, reacted and responded in New York, I think people are going to be really, 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 really thrilled to be in the Las Vegas event this year. So in case our listeners didn't listen to your first episode, um, <laughs> can you give us a quick rundown on how you got started in the industry and how you ended up at the Vision Council? Yeah, that's funny that you ask that because I've just been like going on and on and on about Vision Expo. Um, I got my start working at the Vision Council in 
2003 as the director of marketing for Vision Expo. And so I was immediately just dazzled and awestruck by the show when I walked in and um, I got to work on marketing and really understanding the industry in that role. And then I um, went and worked at other trade associations for a bit and then came back um, to the Vision Council to work on the shows again. And um, now I'm CEO. So um, I guess I got my Vision Expo was my start in the industry. A little bit earlier on, you talked about really helping grow more opticians and have more people in the field. Um, what kind of advice might you be able to give those who are launching their career in the optical industry to help support them? The advice is really don't take any opportunity in this industry for granted because the pathways are so, there's so many various pathways you can take and grow. And you could be moving between sales to management. You could be moving between frames to technology, to healthcare. There are so many different ways that you can go places. You could be amazing employers out there. So um, I think congratulations if you're just starting out in this industry, because the industry will embrace you. And um, I think you basically can write your own ticket within the optical industry on, on what you're most interested in doing and it'll be there for you. Well, we usually end each uh, episode with asking what is your parting advice, but that was really great advice. So I don't know, do you have anything <laughs> else to add as like your parting words? Um, no, I'm just so grateful to both of you. So I just thank you. I really appreciate you both for doing this. I think it's awesome for the industry and for the OWA. Thank you. That was really nice. <laughs> we bring people together, you know, at the OWA. <laughs> we, we really do. I mean, when you think about the connections that people make, I mean, it's not just us, but like so many different women really talk about how they have that ability to connect and work with other people. Yep. That they never would have had otherwise. And, and like they turn out to be great friends and allies. It's great. Well, to wrap up then, thank you so much for being on our podcast again, Ashley. Thank you for having me. I'll see you both in Vegas, I hope. I'll be there. Okay. I don't know if Sandra's going to make it over, but if she does, we're going to go partying. So, <laughs> hey, maybe I need to change plans now. Yeah, I think you should probably plan on being there. <laughs> I think this is going to be a, this is going to be a fun one. Good. I cannot wait. Very happy one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for everybody for listening, and we'll see everyone in our next episode.